All right, guys, we're back for another season of the, I don't know, what are we calling it now? Skokie Heads talking uh, uh, based on uh, time issues um, between Aaron and I. I think Costa is going to jump in with me each week and we could talk about football. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll be pretty consistent on having recording on Monday mornings and we'll talk about Sunday night games. We'll talk about, you know, implications on the Monday night game. We'll talk about, you know, our fantasy league and whatnot. But let me uh, welcome in. The man, the myth, the legend, Costa Giafis. What's what's happening? How you doing, buddy? How you doing, boys? It's good to uh, good to be back for another season. Good to be live on the pod with uh, the classic one and only Claude Aru. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we got a little uh, little Monday early morning uh, quarterback session here. Hopefully, we're hoping to do every Monday here. But it's it's good to be back for another season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we we I, when we first talked about this, we we're like, hey, we'll just jump on. 30, 9 o'clock, 8, 8.30 to 9 o'clock will be done, and uh, well, here we are starting about the 9.30, uh, classic Costa, but uh, glad glad to be here, glad to talk some football, and how about those Bears? How about those Bears? Pulling pulling one of the biggest upsets of week one yesterday, an absolute shocker. Obviously, you know, the conditions, I think, had a lot to do with it, but that being said, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talk right now, especially on, uh, on ESPN and such that possibly Kyle Shanahan made a mistake by taking Trey Lance and not taking Justin Fields because Justin Fields, that play that he threw to Dante Pettis was, a to me, not only a, a, a game-changing play, possibly a career-changing play because that was absolutely amazing. And he was able to get it done in the conditions. It was a great game. Yeah, and what I noticed in the first half, he was kind of staying in the pocket a little little, little bit too long. And uh, I think in the second the second half, he was the uh, – maybe Everblue said, you know – start scrambling and make some plays and uh and he made a couple of them by by breaking the pocket and scrambling around so yeah that's gonna be uh, at least we're not embarrassed we're not in the embarrassment of the league you know uh the first half was pretty bad where we were, us and the Patriots were the only team not to score late into the second quarter uh but we showed up our defense looks pretty uh pretty stingy um back to the the peanut punch everyone the hits rule that they're talking about the Everflus Im- implemented uh, looks like every every play, every hit, guys are flying in, trying to knock the ball out. Um, this could be fun. The Bears' D's should be back. Um, but uh, definitely not, like, claiming that we're going to make the playoffs or anything. But uh, at least we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, respected by the rest of the league. So what do you think, uh, what do you think about uh, this first week's matchups? Um, we, we, we had uh, some – the defending chant came out and had a good performance. Mitchell had a good performance. Why don't you talk about some of the top teams, Costa? This week, yeah, I mean the the uh, you know the defending champions obviously came out and made a statement. Uh, they're playing me this week, unfortunately. Uh, you know, we got my my team got off to a very good start this week. Uh, Josh Allen was definitely worth his value on uh, on Thursday night, but Allen Robinson definitely uh, you know shout out a duck and definitely put a goose egg up with just two points, which hurt our team. And, uh, you know, Terps team just had a phenomenal. I mean, I mean Clyde Edwards Hilaire two touchdowns yesterday. Who would have thought that? Uh, he looks like he might be back. That'd be a great low-value running back there late round. And Turb just kind of has, you know, pieced it together again. A.J. Brown looks good, and Justin Jefferson was one of those guys that uh, a lot of people like coming into the year, and he looks like he might be a monster. So definitely a uh, statement win from Turb, although when I was looking at Turb's team before the week, his quarterback situation didn't look all that great. But, hey, he uh, still put up 150 and kind of crushed me this week unfortunately so definitely a statement and then also uh high points for the week right now and we'll see you know if that i, I think that's probably going to hold up skokie Should. indians everybody everybody's team that uh was the huge underdog this year you know the baby's coming you know not paying attention blah 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 
But the Indians, uh, huge performance week one. How about that? 162.06. Yeah, uh, I'll touch on Turb's team. Uh, he he came. Uh, you mentioned that you you did, you had a good start to the week on Thursday night. He did the exact opposite. He now he had one point with two players. He had uh, uh, he started someone on Thursday night in the flex, which is like a no no in fantasy. Like just to have the availability if you know some an injury pops up. So like look coming into the week, it was like ah defending champ making major major bad decisions to start in the season. Uh, but he rebounded really well. Um, his quarterback situation. Is not great, but he's got players producing all over the field. You know, Jefferson was a stud. Uh, he should be all, all week. Uh, you know, AJ Brown, the new uh, you know weapon in Philadelphia. He looked like he was going to be. He's going to be a beast. 155 yards on 10 catches. Um, so him and Hurts definitely have some good chemistry. So yeah, Turb's Turb's going to you know have himself uh, uh, be in contention all year. And Mito, same thing. He's got his team is. Is pretty loaded right now. It seems like you know he's got those two quarterbacks that <clears throat> that should produce every week. Um, and you know, like even his like you know the, his one bad player, Mike Williams. Like you know, he's gonna bounce back. It was you know now Keenan Allen might be out, so he's gonna get a bunch of targets. Like he's he's doesn't look like he has too many holes in his lineup. So um, good for those two guys. Start off the season strong. It's always good. Uh, good to start off the season with a, a big win, a lot of points. Um, uh, the, on the flip, fi- flip side of things, you know, you want to talk about some of the, the bad teams in the league, or should we just not even give them any uh, attention? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Just one, one thing I just wanted to mention, uh, just a little sneak preview. You're talking about Meagles' team. I, I definitely was very impressed by Meagles' team, and just taking a look at his matchup and his roster. Uh, at the end of the show, I'll, I'm going to give a little quick power rank, not a detailed one, but I definitely have Meagles number one in the league right now. I mean, his team is, I mean, the Mahomes and Herbert is a really a great combo, and we'll talk about it more later, but definitely, definitely a really deep team. But yeah, getting to some of the shooter performances, obviously, you know, unfortunately, my team went about a little bit. We already talked about that, but I still think my team has some minor potential, especially with the emergence of Cordero Patterson, who, by the way, was a $5 value late round. Unfortunately, on my bench, but that's all good. Uh, kind of a little bit of a low-scoring shooting matchup between uh, Raffleman and Suvi Suvi, but uh, that's still happening. I mean, with that going into tonight, Suvi actually has DK Metcalf and is projected to win kind of a lower-scoring battle. Uh, we'll see what happens, but that one's still to be determined. Um uh, unfortunately, uh, even though we're talking live on the line, my friend, uh, your team, you know, kind of against Meathill did also wet the bet a little bit. A little concerned about your running backs for the most part. Major but, uh, concern. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's 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 potential. I mean, you know, Brady's not going to have, uh, you know, I actually, on the betting side of things, just, you know, I had a parlay last night, Tom Brady to have 225 yards and the Bucks to win, which you assume, you know, is a pretty easy bet to hit and of course Tom Brady throws for 212 which is just ridiculous so I feel your pain a little bit buddy there so but Gabriel Davis you outbid me you did it again I loved him he was one of my targets I and I you were you were bidding every time I put anything on him you were right there you wouldn't even wait until like the two second marker you were I knew you wanted you how much how high would you have gone on him 30 40 I don't know at that point in the draft I I, I my draft was so messed up at that point like I had a lot of money, money. I, had, yeah. I had a lot of money yeah. I had yeah. more money than anyone so I, I at that point I can get any players I wanted but I have no no anchors on my team. Like Zeke was like my, my, I only spent 27 on him, but like, he was like, you know, my, you know, my top pick. And I just, my team is brutal. Um, I, I, I officially hate auctions. I've, I've guys bid when I bid and I, 
I just uh, I feel I feel like I'm shook. I haven't won since we started this auction. I haven't even felt like I've built a team that's uh, competitive enough in auction league. So I gotta I gotta yeah. come up with a better strategy. But like I was telling you in the pre-show warm-up, there is absolutely uh, – there's everybody has a chance here. I mean, there's so many guys in the waiver wire. I mean, week one, especially like in the first half, how many guys had touchdowns who were like unknown players who weren't even went undrafted? I mean, it was insane. Yeah. But and, no, then, no, and then those guys are going to be guys that don't score a touchdown again the rest of the season. <laughs> no, you don't know that. You don't know that. There's, uh, it's not, we'll, we'll see, but, but just – yeah, and there's some other matchups. Like you're talking about some teams that had unfortunate starts. Um, you know, uh, smelly Mova, unfortunately, you know, Mova, oh. we all, we, we all thought did a pretty good job, uh, drafting for JR, but JRC might be in a lot of trouble with the, uh, tough injury to Prescott out six to eight weeks now, although he looked terrible before that. I don't know how anybody could like the Cowboys going through the season. Their receiving core is just like ridiculous. And yeah. Fat Tony always finds a way, no matter how he drafts and he finds a way to, to get through this one, obviously in a lower scoring matchup, but yeah. Yeah, I, and the smelly, smelly Mova also lo- lost Mitchell, Prescott, T. Higgins left the game, um, and Lazard didn't even play. Like, his team is pretty beat up. Yeah, yeah. Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt was the only bright spot, and Stephon Diggs, I guess, too, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- those two guys kind of, you know, made his score respectable. But yeah, he's got some major injury issues. I don't, I don't know the extent of the Mitchell one is or how long Higgins will be out. I think his was just a concussion. But um, for all the injuries that happened this week, it seemed like the smell had uh, had, had the, the, took the brunt of him. Yeah, that hurt, especially losing a quarterback. And then TOMD and uh, cooking mutton for Smutton, cooking a little bit of cooking tonight as the projections have Smutton to squeak it up by about five points-ish. But we'll see. I mean, kind of a lower scoring start for both these teams, I feel like, but usually competitive teams. You know, Kelsey always is there. I mean, you know, guys, but the rest of Aaron's team was pretty shitty. Eckler, Eckler looked terrible. And I don't know if you watched that game, but they were, they were running the other running backs quite a bit, which is, I think, a major concern for Eckler. We'll see how, what to do throughout the season. But, but, uh, do you think, you think Mutton for Smutton has a shot tonight with the Sutton Wilson stick? I mean, definitely. I mean, it, you know, Wilson's going to throw a couple deep balls and Sutton's, uh, Sutton's going to go out and catch it. So <clears throat> I'll take what will be, you know, one of those deep balls go for a touchdown and you like his odds. Um, but I don't know. There was a, there was a kind of a theme though this week with quarterbacks that didn't really play in the preseason. Like Aaron Rodgers looked bad. Burrow looked bad. Um, and, you know, Russell didn't really play much in the preseason. So it might be a little bit of rust. And then in a lot of, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of emotions for Russ too. So um, we'll see. Uh it's gonna. He's got a lot of points, but you know what the projections say. He's got. He's got the slight edge. We'll see. Is that that game and then the the Turb uh, Steve and Fred's game are the only two games that are still up in there, right? Um. No. Uh, well. Yeah. Most likely. Um. The uh, uh, the way of the shark Grant's team uh still has a oh, chance. Oh yeah. Javon, yeah, yeah Javante, that that that's that's he can. I mean, if he finds that zone. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I, uh, all those games should probably come down to, 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 the, to the end of the game tonight, so that'd be fun. Yeah, Grant and Bass's team kind of average starts. They're both projected to get into like the 130. I feel like it's kind of a standard average like nowadays lately in our league. But Oh, he's got the kicker too, so that gives Josh the big advantage. But Grant should still get the, what do we call him, the victory point or the FVP, former victory point? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so yeah, so still some matches to be decided tonight. And, yeah, I mean, I mean, for the most part, I think every team in the league is, well, going to score over 100 because yeah, Aaron's team will score over 100 tonight most likely, So, which is not bad. I mean, usually we have a really low-scoring team at least in the early weeks, I feel like. So, you know, I, I, feel, I still feel like everybody's competitive, even your team. I think there's a lot of parity, but I definitely, definitely think Meathel's team after week one with a hot performance kind of stands out. And, you know, we'll see how much he pays attention. But even if he doesn't, he still has a lot of players in that lineup. DeAndre Swift's looking to be a great keeper right now. So Yeah, Swift Swift looks nice. Cook will Cook will have a better game. I think the Packers defense is is uh pretty stout. And uh, you know, even even with the you know, he didn't do much. He still had twenty twelve twelve points. And like I said, Mike Williams will won't be scoring two points every week. So um yeah, so pretty pretty solid um from top to bottom for him. But in, injuries happen, and you know, you know, Kansas City might have it locked up in Week 14. You know, probably not with that division, but um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta. He, I would say, Meetle probably won the draft, but you gotta win the regular season because uh, I, I was looking at last year's draft. I don't think Turbin had that great of a draft, and you know, you just kind of stayed on top of it and figured it out during the season. Plugging in and playing the the waiver, obviously, in fantasy is where you win the league. I mean, that doesn't matter how you you can draft the shittiest of players. I mean, you have to have some players, obviously, but yeah, but nonetheless. So, but yeah, I, I, I a couple of quick things for you too. A couple of like big questions going into the season, just like you know, NFL reality slash fantasy wise, you know, because there's a lot of questions going into the season. One of them was Aaron Rodgers, like who's he going to throw to, you know? And like, I really thought like a big answer yesterday was, I mean, I, is that team regressed? Like, I mean, is Aaron Rodgers done or? Are you seeing any, like, connection there? Minnesota's defense is not that great. What were your thoughts on that yesterday? Uh, I mean, same thing happened last year. Uh, they they got their ass handed to them against New Orleans, and they looked like they were going to start that, you know, go down that path of, you know, not being as competitive as they normally are. But, um, you know, they, they were missing their two uh, two starting offensive line yesterday, which is – you know, definitely gonna gonna cause problems for the offense to flow, and and, and he'll figure it out. And I mean, it's fucking Aaron Rodgers, back to back MVPs the last two years. Like, um, I, I don't think they're like they're they're like the number one team in the in the in the NFC, but you know they're gonna they're they're in the playoff talk conversation for sure. Who's your number one receiver on that team? Um, I mean, I think it's supposed to be Lazard, and he was out too. So, um. You know, he definitely doesn't have his his safety net of Devontae, who looked amazing in Oakland yesterday. Um, but, you know, I'm surprised they didn't use Aaron Jones as efficiently because in the past when Devontae doesn't play, Aaron Jones usually uh, kind of goes off and he becomes kind of that receiver. Um, but they also just I, – I think missing Lazard was, was crucial for them. But um, – yeah, they're gonna. I mean, their 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 team is probably built more to be defensive and not to be, you know put up thirty points a game. Um, so it's gonna be a different version of Aaron Rodgers, I think, we see this year. Yeah, I mean, call call me crazy, but I I definitely think Devontae Adams uh, definitely gonna be missed. I think he was the key there because you know, and I think Green Bay is gonna regret that, but uh, we'll see what happens, obviously. But I definitely think it's a big moment for the Bears. Hey, it feels gonna be real. I mean, all you gotta compete with is Minnesota. That'd be huge, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, a huge game next Sunday night in Green Bay. Uh, if we win that, uh, it's got to feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we get to experience that feeling too often. But um, to go two up to be two and zero and have them be zero and two would be awesome. For sure. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, hopefully we can do this on a consistent basis. I think it'd be fun to talk, you know, about the games last night and matchups going into Monday night. Um, maybe we can create, create some segments. I know we kind of, kind of did it off, off the top of our head today, but, uh, moving forward, you know, this is, uh, the new, uh, Skokie heads talking. Yeah. And, um, uh, just a couple of quick things I'm going to, I'm going to try to do weekly. I mean, not, not a huge thing, but I'm, I'm going to, I am going to give you guys, uh, a detailed power rank. Hopefully I got a really busy week this week, but I'm going to try to get that at some point this week. Uh, we're going to rattle off a quick one here in a second. I'm also going to try to give away a sleeper of the week every week. Just so you know, I know this is, we already started week one. Uh, so it's going to, usually it's going to be going into the, the following week, but I'm just for tonight, I'm just going to mention, I really like KJ Hamler, a guy who's gone under the radar coming back from injury slot receiver for Russell Wilson, which he loves. Uh, I, I think KJ Hamler, I, I didn't pick him up in our league. I picked him up in my other league. Maybe I shouldn't be giving that away to everybody, but watch out for KJ Hamler having a monster year. Uh, and then really quick, just quick power rankings here. Uh, we're going to go with Skokie Indians at the top. Uh, I definitely think he's got a lot of depth. We'll detail, so detail everything more, obviously, in the written power rankings. Uh, we're going to put Turbin at number two with a hot start. Obviously, the top two scoring teams are there at the moment. Uh, I am putting Team Weitzman at, at, at three only because I thought he was crazy for putting so much money on Saquon Barkley. Saquon looks at the old Saquon, and he's got Fournette. That's a great one-two combo. Uh, at four, I am going to put Team Bassinger uh, putting up a solid week, and I think it's a pretty solid squad overall. I'm going to get TOMD in at five. Um, and then we're going to go team. Sorry here. Locking. At number six, we're going to go with team Devin. Number seven, we're going to go with raffle man. Oh, At love. eight. Team Kirkpatrick. There it is. And, uh, at nine, we're going to, we're going to throw in Suvi Suv. At 10. We are going to put, uh, who did I miss? Have I, did I put G Deppin in yet? I don't think so. Yeah, you did. You did Jeppin. I think it's got me, you, and uh, it's Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, for the final three spots, as I like to do quite often, I'm going to put us all at a squash only because I always put myself last. Uh, your team needs running back help, and JR, unfortunately, with losing the quarterback. So, but hey, we'll give you guys a better, much more detailed ranking. The bottom line is right now, Mitchell is the best team in the league, and we'll see how it goes from here on. So, All right, man. It was fun. Looking forward to it next week. Been a pleasure, boys. Good luck next week, and uh, we'll talk. Later. Peace.